Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the End Times Podcast here with your host, Kyle. I hope you guys are having a blessed day. Um, sorry, I'm reaching reaching for my drink across the room here. Um, but I hope you guys are having a blessed day. Um, I've got a great sermon for you guys today. Um, as you can tell, we're kind of moving toward a little bit more scripture. Um, you'll, you'll tell that more in this episode. Um, it's not going to be much of a, of a, um, a Watchmen episode. I mean, I guess it can be. But at the same time, um, at the same token, we're 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 Christians, so we need to be diving into the Word. And and when it comes to preaching and when it comes to sermons, I'm very passionate about it. Um, and I, and I'll talk about that a little bit today. We're gonna go ahead and let the ad roll, and then we'll just jump right ahead. Matthew four says this: Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and in their splendor. All this I will give to you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The angel Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him all right so you'll find out why i should i shared this piece of scripture and particularly um concerning our lesson here um that we have so in this message i just really wanted to focus primarily on us as christians um we as christians live our daily lives and may constantly ask ourselves are we equipped um, and I'm, I'm asking this question um, for this, whatever test or trial God throws at, throws at us, are we equipped as servants of God? Okay, um, this is an important thing for us Christians to realize and to obtain in our knowledge in Christ. Um, let me tell you something that's very, very important for us as Christians to realize that when we become a Christian, we put a big target on our back for Satan and spiritual warfare. Okay, um, I say this because Satan does not want us to be the Christ followers that we are we are destined to be. Okay, Satan does not want us to obtain the righteous and joyful life that comes with being a servant of the Lord. Um, so, if you look in Second Timothy uh, chapter three, God teaches us, teaches us ways of being equipped, um, and I'll get to there in a second. But before I read out a second. Uh, Timothy, I want to explain what we need to be equipped for, okay? Um, so, there's going to be times in our walk with the Lord that we will be challenged as well as tried by things that the Lord gives us, um, but also things um, that, uh, Satan gives us, okay. Things that Christians, we need to be biblically prepared for, 
when it comes to trials and tribulations, but not only by the Lord, but also by the world. Um, and now when I say the world, I mean, there's going to be certain situations that the devil is going to throw at us in order for us Christians to realize that that's not right for us as Christians or to look at it and be like, hey, I shouldn't be doing that. Or, hey, this is not the people I need to be around. Um, we as Christians need God in our lives and to apply this what the scripture tells us to apply in order for us to to maintain a good walk with the Lord and also being equipped. Um, so God's equip, equipping us with a lot of things. The situation can vary um, through many of things. Um, and I wanted to share a, a, a story with y'all here. Um, this is something that happened about a week ago. Um, um, God provided me with this experience recently. And it's one of those experiences that's just like, wow, like the Lord was working um, that night and it was just a great experience. Um, so the other night, I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I told y'all this or I don't know if, where am I going here? Um, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, what I was saying anyway. So the other night, I don't, I don't know. This is what I was going to say earlier. I don't know if I told you all this. I am in a Christian fraternity here at my college. And so, you know, we have, we have events Monday through Friday. And so we, we, we go and do that Monday through Friday. And so this past Thursday that just happened, that would be, uh, uh, November, it would be November 3rd, I believe, or 4th. And, you know, we were kind of contemplating on what our event would be. And it was, it was just one of those things where we were just kind of contemplating on what to do. And so we were either going to paint the new letters for our fraternity for the upcoming rush season, or we were going to go to um, this river that flows through my campus and just kind of hang out. And so it started raining that night, started sprinkling. And so we got kind of worried that the, we kind of got worried that the rain was going to mess up the paint. So, you know, we, we decided we were going to go to the river and we're going to go hang out. And so we got in the water and we were just, you know, hanging out, talking and, and just kind of swimming, stuff like that. And around 45 minutes into us just kind of hanging out and, and, and sitting in the water, um, keep in mind, this is very late at night. This is this is not early at all. This is this is probably around 1230, 1240 when this when this whole thing went down. And so we were just kind of in the water, um, just hanging out. And next thing you know, I, I see this lady coming down one of the trails that leads past the lake. You know, there's just like a walk, a little sidewalk that goes past the lake there. And I remember looking up and seeing this lady wearing a wearing a, a black jacket. Um, she's got a hat on, she's got a blouse on, she's got some boots on. And I didn't really think of anything of it. Cause you know, people walk by the river all the time. It doesn't matter what time it is. I mean, it's late, it's early. It doesn't matter when, when, what time it is. People are always walking by the river. So I didn't think anything of it. And I just went back to, to having my conversation with a couple of my buddies. And all of a sudden I started hearing screaming and I looked back up and it's this lady and this lady is screaming profusely. Um, 
if somebody has a gun, if somebody has a knife, I will pay you to kill me. And this is what I'm really proud of, of my Pledge Brothers. We all just immediately stopped what we were doing. We got out of the water with a sense of urgency and went to go help this lady. Well, one of my other buddies who hadn't gotten in the water yet was standing there by um, standing there by the shoreline and the lady was taking off her boots and her jacket and she said, I can't swim. I'm just going to jump and I'm going to kill myself. And so my buddy ended up grabbing her arm and bringing her back and having her sit down. We all kind of surrounded her and started talking to her and she was crying profusely. I mean, she was hysterical. She was crying. It was, it was, it was crazy. It was, it was just like out of a movie and you know, we sat her down and she started saying all these things to us. Um, nobody loves me. Nobody, nobody wants to talk to me. Nobody wants to listen to me. Um, nobody wants to, to, to have anything to do with me. I'm just ready. I'm, I'm ready to die. I'm just, I just want to die. And so in my mind, this lady is, is so, is so, she's so deceived by something. And I start getting this, this sinister feeling. I'll, I'll come back to that. But, um, so she started going on and she, she started saying, you can, you can go have sex with your college girls and go, go get drunk on the square. And, you know, all these things that, you know, Christians are are not supposed to do. And and we were like, ma'am, believe it or not, we are a part of a Christian organization here on campus. And, you know, we, we don't do any of those things. And so you know, she said, she started saying, oh, I was a Christian once. God has done nothing for me. He's done, he's, he's done nothing but bring me pain and sorrow in my life. And we started ministering to her. And at this point, she didn't want the cops coming. She didn't want anybody else to come help her. She just, she just wanted to get in the water and she started crawling toward the water and we, and we kind of pulled her back and, you know, we kind of had people surround her so she couldn't get past us and get in the water. And I go off and I, I go ahead and call my pledge captain. I'm like, hey, Tucker, this is what's going down. Um, this is what's going down. What do we need to do? And he said, go ahead and call the cops. Um, go ahead and, 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 and just try and keep this lady from getting in the water. And I'll be there as, as, as soon as I can. And so we call, we call the cops. Cops get there. They talk to me. They talk to a couple other guys. Uh, just asking us if she's if she's threatened us, if she's harmed us, if she's tried to harm us, if she has a weapon on her, anything like that. And and all the questions were no, like answered no. She wasn't trying to hurt us. She 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 didn't have a gun on her. She didn't have a knife on her. She didn't have any weapons on her, from what we know. She was asking us for weapons, um, because she's just really suicidal. And so, the officer went to go talk with this lady, and that's when it hit me, um that wow god planted us here for a reason and we literally could have been doing anything else that night but we just so happened to be there at the river um and it was just crazy and then at this point two other cops showed up after you know we're all just kind of talking with one another and one of them came up to me and my other buddy and was asking us, you know, what, what car is ours? And so we, she can just roll out, you know, the other cars that are there and trying to figure out which one's hers. The crazy thing is, or the wild thing is, is this lady walked like probably half a mile to get there. 
and so <clears throat> and so you know we ruled out all the cars all those cars that were in the parking lot were were ours and so we ended up we ended up asking the officer you know is she going to get any help or anything like that and the officer said as of right now we we just don't know um she's kind of just babbling on right now she's she's really heavily telling us that she came down there to get closer to god and that she saw us and wanted attention which for me in my mind i wasn't buying that one the way she was talking she was kind of speaking in tongues it seemed like she was spitting scripture left and right um she was doing all these things she was saying all these things to us that just were not were not things that a christian should say to other people that they don't know let alone to other christians and so in my mind i just wasn't buying it so the other officer goes back to the lady um and we all go back to our group, just kind of waiting to see what the officers want us to do. And the lady walks over to us and she says, thank you so much for snitching on me. Y'all have fun at your Christian organization. Um, but thank you so much for snitching on me. I, I really appreciate it. Y'all can go re read Psalm 91 for that. And in my mind, I was like, okay, I'll read Psalm 91. After she walked away, I pulled out my Bible app and I looked at Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is about seeking the Lord for refuge and making the Lord yours and acknowledging that he will take care of you through times of crisis and times that you are being challenged. I thought that was very ironic that she just so happened to say that verse. Now, I don't know if she knew that verse. I don't know if that was a verse she just kind of pulled out of her head and just threw it out to act like she was she knew the gospel. I don't know if that was the Holy Spirit speaking through her or she knew the verse and wasn't applying it, okay? Last final reason, which is what I believe, I think she was demonically influenced that night one, to, for the actions that she was about to commit on herself. Two, the things that she was saying to us. And three, the way she was reacting to everything we were telling her about the gospel. That's why I bring up Matthew at the beginning of this. Because Satan used scripture against Jesus. And I thought that was very interesting that she so happened to say that. And one final thing I will say about this story, the one thing that really eerily scared me and that really concerned me for this woman is when she turned around, when they were when she was walking away with the officers and said, have fun at y'all's Christian organization. I don't know if heaven will be crowded, but I sure know hell will. And it gives me chills to this day, listening to those words repeat in my mind. Like it literally shook me to my core when I heard that. And that's when I felt the most sinister presence come over me that I've ever felt in my life. Like I literally have never felt this feeling ever in my life 
but it was it was demonic it felt like it felt evil it was just a, it was just a feeling that i've just never ever ever experienced before in my life and i'll never forget it and so my main point with this story is the fact that god equipped all of us all of my pledge brothers that night for a situation to arise and that happened to be the situation that god provided us with in order to plant a seed in this lady, help this lady out, save this lady's life, God put us there to save that lady's life that night. I, I really, truly believe it. It's an absolutely an amazing testimony of God's existence and God's mercy on people and on the, on the humans in this world. It's absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. It was, it's a great, it's a great experience. Like, honestly, we've all learned from that experience. It's just an experience that I will never forget. Um, it's a, it's an experience that not only will I, I, I will not forget, but my pledge brothers won't forget it either. And I'm hoping that when this lady gets help or if this lady gets help, that she, that she uses this story to get other people closer to God. Um, so with that being said, um, I'm going to go ahead and read out of second Timothy here in chapter three, starting at verse 10, all the way through verse 17. This is a great, great, great testimony and a great scripture for being equipped. So chapter 10 here in second Timothy says this, you, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecutions, sufferings, what kind of things happened to me in and talk and listeria. The persecutions I endure, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ wants to live or who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted while evil men and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. But for you continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know, those from who you learned it and from, and how from infancy you have known the Holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus all scripture is God breathed. I'll say that again is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I'll read this these last two verses again. All scripture is God breathed. And is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, let's break this down here. We're mainly going to focus on verses 16 and 17, because these are the most important verses, I believe, from this passage. Every single verse, every single word, every single period, comma, 
everything in this Bible is God breathed. Okay? Meaning God literally breathed it into existence. He spoke it into existence. Everything that's happening right now in the world spoken into existence. We are here because God spoke it into existence. When God said, let there be light, there was light. Okay? When God said, let there be oceans, let there be land, there was land, there was oceans. Because he said, it shall be. Okay? This scripture is useful for teaching. Okay? I would not be able to be a uh, I would not be able to do this without scripture, okay? Um rebuking, correcting, correcting others if they have a if they don't if they have an interpretation that doesn't line up, correct them. Politely correct them. Don't say, "Hey, dude, you're wrong." Be like, "Hey, I I I think I think it means this actually." Instead of saying, "No, you're wrong." Because okay, then that makes somebody feel bad because they're like, I'm a, I'm a bad Christian because I, don't, I, mis, I misinterpreted what the word was saying. No. And training in righteousness so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped. Let me tell you something right now. The more and more the Christian reads the word, the more and more we become knowledgeable knowledgeable of what the bible wants us to know okay the more and more the bible is going to equip us for things that are needed us to be equipped for life's not easy as a christian life's not easy as a non-believer, life's just not easy. But as a non-believer, you're not equipped to face challenges. Okay? You're already deceived. You're already fallen away. We know that the word is powerful. And we know that the word is real. So the more and more we apply ourselves into the word and into what God has for us, the more and more we as Christians are going to realize what we need to be equipped for, as well as what God wants to equip us with. Okay. Um, with that being said, um, I, I want to read Titus and Titus is a good book, especially if you have a calling for ministry. Um, I, I, I strongly suggest y'all to read the book of Titus if you if you have a calling in the ministry. But not only that, us as Christians that are not just in the ministry are um are are called to to be servants of the Lord. So I really think I really think that these are are good at being or at giving us ideas of what it means to be a Christian but also to be a leader. Okay, so I, I direct y'all to um, Titus, uh, Titus chapter two, chapter, chapter two um, and I want y'all to read this, or read this with me if you have your Bibles with you, or if you have your Bible app out, um, and it says this, 
you must teach what is accord what is in accord with sound doctrine teach the older men to be temperate worthy of respect self-controlled and sound in faith in love and endurance likewise teach older women to be reverent in the way they live not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine but to teach what is good then they will train the younger women to love their husbands and children to be self-controlled and be pure to be busy at home to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of god similar similar similarly encourage the young men to be self-controlled and everything set them set them an example by doing what is good and your teaching show integrity seriousness and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us teach slaves to be subject to their masters and everything to try to please them and not to talk back to them and not to steal from them but show them that they can be fully trusted so that every way they will make their teaching about God, our Savior, attractive. Another thing I really like, I don't think it's in my translation, it might be in other people's translations, when um, Paul says we need to be living above approach, uh, above reproach, yeah, um, I really, I really like when they say that. What does it look like to live above approach? Meaning, don't hold yourself higher than others, but be, one, be humble. Two, acknowledge the Lord your God in front of others and not disgrace him. Um, and living a life that Christ is called for us to live is another great, great example of living above approach. Not only that, we need to be examples of the kingdom. We need to be representations of the kingdom. If we're not serving the kingdom like we're supposed to serve the kingdom, then we are not living above approach and we are we are considered lukewarm, I guess you can say would be a good term. We're not if we're not living the life that Christ wants us to live, we're we're, we're kind of backsliding a little bit. And those qualifications are a good equipping tool for us as Christians, to realize how are we supposed to be teaching others about the gospel? How are we supposed to be teaching our husbands, our wives, our sons, our daughters, our friends, our family? Things like that. Is it going to equip us to serve? Okay. Now, when it comes to that story that I told earlier, um, whether she wanted us to do that or not, because the Lord equipped us for that situation such as that. And not only did we have that lady's back, but we had each other's back if anything were, were to go down. Um, we did we did all of that because of the Lord. Literally, I, I, I think if it was any other fraternity or any other group of people, I don't think the situation would have been the same. I mean, I hopefully in the good heart of those people, they would at least save this lady's life. But I don't think they would share the gospel with this lady. They're, I'm not saying they're not, they wouldn't, but I don't know if they would. Um, 
Another verse I want to throw out there is in Ecclesiastes 4, verse 12, um, which says, A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Um, The reason why I share this verse is because when you think of the Holy Spirit, you've got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's representation of three, um, and that's not quickly broken. When When you accept Christ in your heart, it's not easy for the devil to get in. Yes, you put a target on your back, but when you become a new Christian, all you want to do is dive into the word. And that's how we that's how we should be even further on our walk with Christ. Instead of backsliding, start reading the word. Start doing start doing the things that God wants us to do. Um, but not only that, I, I want you all to know that in, in respect and honor of our Father, He is going to deliver us through hard times, problems that may arise in our lives, things like that. The Lord has us. He's going to take care of us. And if you're going through anything like that, like that story that I was discussing earlier, I want y'all to know that God loves you. And God will be there for you. Through the thick and the thin. Even though you feel like everything is against you. Even though you feel like your family's against you, your friends are against you. Um, the people, your boss is against you, your your professor, whatever. Whatever you may think is against you, the Lord has got you. The Lord is never going to be against you. For if God is for us, then who could be against us? It's a great verse of that song. I can't remember the name of that song. But um, it's so true. If God is for us, then who could be against us? Because God is all, he's an almighty God. He's Jehovah. He's God. Um, that, I mean, to wrap this up, I I, want to say, I mean, now more than ever, spiritual warfare is on a rise. Um, if that lady was a Christian, like she was claiming that she was, she told us she was a missionary. If she was, you can tell how easy it was for the devil to get in her and to blind her and to distract her from what she knows or once knew was right in her life. Now, if she wasn't Christian, I really think she was being demonically influenced to say all the things that she said, because the devil knew scripture. He knows scripture. He tempted Jesus, and he used scripture against Jesus. So, to wrap this up, when you read the word and you don't understand it, keep reading it over and over and over again. When you're a Christian, you start getting intellect. You get this intellect that nobody else has. If a non-believer reads the Bible, they just think it's stories. It's not stories. It's 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 a literal history book that came to life. And these, these parables, these teachings from Christ and Paul and all these people that have written books of the Bible, they are for us Christians not only to become equipped, but to be able to know Jesus and come closer to God. Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I know this wasn't much of an end time episode. I mean, it kind of was. Spiritual warfare here in the end times is very rampant, and we got to be on our guard. That's why I made that episode. If you haven't listened to it yet, listen to the Full Armor of God episode. It's a great episode. you got to start your day just putting on the Full Armor of God. And allowing him to do a work in your life. Wake up in the morning and be like, God, I pray that you're with me today. I pray that you just don't let anything happen. I pray that you just do your will today. Take control of my life. 
don't let anything, don't let me say anything I don't want to say. Don't let any evil thoughts come into my head. Don't let me be in a bad mood. Allow me to live my life in accordance to you. That's all you got to say. Um, and if you're listening to this right now and you're not a Christian and you just so happen to be listening to this um, because somebody shared it with you or you found it on Facebook, what have you, um, I just did really want to say um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and if if you're interested in coming close to, close to God and, and come, giving your life to Christ, um, the ABCs of salvation. One, A is for admit. Admit that you're a sinner. Um, admit that you're not a perfect being, um, that you have messed up. And that you're not perfect. And that you know you've done things that are not right. And maybe now is the time that you just, you give your life to Christ. B is for believe. This is one of the most important things. Believe in the gospel. Believe that Jesus died on the cross. He's the son, he's the son of God. He, he died on the cross for our sins. He got buried, put in a tomb rose three days later, ascended into heaven, and one day he's going to come back and see, confess, confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord of your life. He is the savior of my sins and that he is the only way into heaven. Okay. Confess, do all those three things, pray to Lord, accept him into your heart, and we'll be glad for you to jump on this train. Because listen, friends, this train's about to leave the station. And, you know, once we're, once we're raptured, the tribulation, it's not going to be fun. And, I, and I, I really would hate for you all to miss that train, the, the, the 777 train up into heaven. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're new and have never heard this podcast before, please share this with other people. Um, I don't do this for money. I just do this for free. I love preaching. It's just a passion of mine. It's it's, it's a goal in my life to, to become a pastor, have my own church, um, and lead a congregation. Um, another thing is, is if you guys are looking for headlines, end-time headlines based on a biblical view, go look at end-time headlines. Um, you can look them up online, follow them on Instagram. You can download their app. Um, they're a great source of just finding out what's going on in the world, but they not only are, it's not only, not only a news site, but they, they tell the news from a biblical perspective, um, how it relates to Bible prophecy, things like that. Um, but yeah, also if you guys have been listening, um, for a while, thank you. Thank you guys for coming back and listening. Um, it, it means a lot. Um, if you guys can share this with whoever that may need to hear it, um, it would be awesome. Don't forget to follow the Instagram page, um, the end times podcast, it's got our official logo on there. Um, it's the logo of the podcast. It, 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 that's the profile picture. Go ahead and follow that. Um, I don't really post on it that much, but if you guys have questions or if you guys have any requests for sermons or just things like that, things that I messed up on that you guys have insight on, please do DM me on that Instagram account. Um, I check it every, uh, I check it once a week, twice a week, um, just to see if anybody has said anything stuff like that. But other than that, guys, don't forget to share this podcast um, with anybody that you may think needs to hear it. If you have just become a Christian today, God bless you. Um, I'll be praying for you um, and welcome to the family. Um, but other than that, guys, God bless. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, I'm Hopefully I'll pump out another podcast before Thanksgiving, but if not, happy Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, we're getting closer to that Christmas season. We'll be doing a Christmas episode. Be prepared. We'll be doing a Christmas episode um, Christmas Eve episode, I should say, um, 
um, just for just for the birth of Jesus and to commemorate him and celebrate him and his birth. So yeah, guys, stay tuned for that. Uh, hopefully I'll have another episode before Thanksgiving. Like I said, if not, happy Thanksgiving and God bless y'all.